It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Anymore. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in to podcast four of the last 48 hours. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Thank you for being with us on this night. Hawks lose 4-1 in Arizona at the Mullet Arena in front of like 2,700 people uh, in a weird camera angle and mostly weird lighting. Mostly Blackhawks fans. <laughs> yes, mostly Blackhawks <laughs> fans. We're going to spend about 47 seconds on this game. It happened. It's over. <laughs> Next. Yes. <laughs> yes. Andreas Athanasiu actually gave us one thing to talk about. Yes. So a couple things real quick before we get started. First of all, as is tradition, if you're on the YouTube, smash that like button for us. We get enough likes. We're going to get some extra spins at the tank wheel. You already got two banked. Uh, we got two banked already. I'm going to already set the number for tonight to 100. 100, and we will get an extra tank spin. Tomorrow night, that's Wednesday, uh, That's Wednesday, March 1st, 8 p.m., we are doing a CHGO Blackhawks happy hour for diehards only. Tomorrow you'll see a link at allchgo.com. You can just join the chat right there. It'll be a Zoom and we'll be, you can come in and chat with us. We'll be on for about an hour, hour and a half tomorrow night. That starts at 8 p.m. We have used the funds in the He Who Shall Not Be Named jar to buy ourselves pizza tonight it was delicious. because we deserved it. As the show is beginning, we are repurposing the jar. <laughs> Every person that mentions Patrick Kane re-signing this offseason must... Super chat us $1 to put into the formerly he who shall not be named jar. Are we keeping that rule or no? It is now the Patrick Kane will resign the summer jar. Oh, but you still have to throw a dollar in if you say his name. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's, it's, it's a conditional. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's conditional. Everything else has got a condition, <laughs> so this <laughs> might as well have one too. All right. Let's get this game out of the way. Okay. Uh, welcome back, Please. Alex Stalock. Hey. Nice goal, Andreas Athanasiu. Looking yeah. weird without the beard. I don't like it. <laughs> if you're watching. It was that was shocking. <laughs> he must have been shaving in between every shift and really? bench to stay that clean yeah. shaved. Yeah, that was pretty baby faced by him. Um honestly though. Maybe he wants any, to go to the Islanders. That, uh, isn't that the team that doesn't allow ah, facial hair? Oh, yeah. He's getting ahead of it. There yeah. you go. Even though I find it funny that they don't allow facial hair, even though they are the team that literally invented the playoff beard. I well, thought it was weird it's, that he had blue, blue and orange eye black on during this game day. Now it makes sense. Yeah, the- <laughs> I thought he was just a big Bears fan. Bears. Um, anyway, yeah, this game was... This is... Folks... <laughs> this, this might be the, <laughs> this le- the least important like. game we've had all season. Yes. yes. Get used to this because there are 22 more games of this yeah. flaming dumpster fire of a roster. Ooh, for, ev- for everybody worried about the, them winning too many games early on this season... They got 20 more, and they're going to look a lot like this. I'm going to look like a Thanasio at the end of the season because yeah. there's no <laughs> way they're not finishing bottom because three. Imagine as bad as this was tonight without Max Domi. Or, a, or a Thanasio. Thanasio, who's got the last two Blackhawk goals. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Philip, you owe us a dollar. It's going to be. <laughs> There's one. It's the first one. Super chat is a dollar. Able, we're going to be Phillip. able to get another pizza by the end of the show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Road pizza. Uh, we do have a poll going, by the way. Speaking of 22 games left, how many points do you think the Blackhawks will earn through the end of the season? Again, 22 games left. That's 44 points if you're not a math major. We've got some early results. Under 10 points, 52%. 10 to 12, oh 35%. God. 13 to 15, 
over 15, 3%. So we'll update that as the show goes on. Make sure to vote there as well. So fewer wins. uh, Jokes aside, this game was a clunker, but understandable. uh, Very emotional day. Lots of new faces. 11 forward, 7D. You had every excuse in the book to lay an egg in Arizona, and that's what they did. Yeah. And we'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at the lineup and and how what more are you going to expect out of this team? It's 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 just the, the 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 position the position that they're in right now, and you know you're you're getting to the end of the trade deadline, like all these guys are are, you know the guys that were kind of the glue to this team are all leaving, so someone's got to step up and do something. But the guys that are being looked at to step up are David Gust. Brett Sini, yeah. like Cole Gutman, like Joey these, Anderson, Joey Anderson, like <laughs> these guys are ice hogs, like playing in the NHL right now. Like it's, it's not much to, uh, not much to expect. It's kind of, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the mood in the locker room is just like, let's just get to Friday at three o'clock and just, just re- reset ourselves as a team. It's gotta be feeling that way. And there, there's so many guys in that room that know they're not safe. Domi yeah. Athanasiu, Connor Murphy can't be feeling safe. Alex Stalock probably isn't feeling safe. Well, he's know, not like, feeling safe when he's on the ice. Well, either. there's there's, oh, there's just nobody. There's nobody that, aside from Seth Jones, who's and, locked in. And yeah. trust me, if someone calls and says we'd like Seth Jones, please. Yes, <laughs> Kyle Davidson would Take certainly him. accommodate it without eating fifty percent of the salary, of course. Wow. But um, yeah, it's just this is what it's going to look like, folks. And we knew it was coming, and. Uh, when Greg last week was like, let's just get this cane trade over with, I was kind of like, eh, take your time because <laughs> I don't want to see what this team looks like after that and what we're going to talk about after it. But, um, yeah, this is just it, – it, there's not even any point in breaking this game down. Uh, it's Phillip, two bad teams. Philip owes us another dollar, by the way. You do it again? Yeah, he did it again. I've counted three times already by Philip. Three wow. times? All right. All right. Three we're going we're to have to start invoicing people. <laughs> Philip, man, we're going to own your uh, 401k by the end of this show, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, really. Really. Uh, uh, we'll get to that in a second. So, all right, I'm done talking about this game. Are you Are you done? Are I'm, you I'm done? over it, yeah. It all happened. Right. Yeah. Put it behind it us. Time. Alex Stalock <laughs> survived, even though people still like to run into him and guys don't do anything about it. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. All right, well, then it means it's time for the four stars of the game. Yeah. In record time. It's the fastest we've got. Seven to minutes it. <laughs> and we're into the four star. I like it. All right, uh, number three star was uh, was um, what's guy. his name? Travis Boyd. He had a goal oh, and four shots for the Coyotes. Number two star, another guy. your friend and mine, still, Nick Schmaltz, who is on still a doing this graphic joke. Freaking <laughs> absolute terror. Nick Schmaltz with oh, a goal fine. and an assist. That's fine. Three shots on goal, and your number one star feel. was McBain. McCabe? McBain. Oh. He's gone. Uh-huh. He died. Uh, one goal for Jake for Jack McBain. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, three Jake shots McBain. on goal and 50-50 on the faceoff. Always Good in job. our hearts and our heads, Jake yeah. McCabe, RIP. Uh, my fourth star of the game is Jared Tenorti because he gave us a pretty badass fight. Yeah. Even though that's the last guy who should be fighting as his face is more wire and glue than anything at this point. He's a $6 million man but uh, on, a, on a budget. Hey, you know, I enjoyed that fight. That was fun. Well, yeah. what, what, we were all sitting there when we were watching that fight, and, uh, well, you and I were. Mario was just getting back with I our, was getting our, the pizza. our pizza that yeah. uh, our fine jar paid for, uh, and you had said something like, you know, Jared Tenorio just doesn't want to stay in the active lineup, does he? <laughs> I said, don't worry. We've required 74 defensemen in the last 48 yeah. hours. Yeah. we got plenty of re- reserves. But Some yeah. that aren't even on this continent. But that was hearts. weird. He had a target painted on his jaw. Like, please <laughs> punch me here so I can get out of this freaking please lineup again. Me. <laughs> this is where my jaw is weakest. Yes, right. <laughs> please hit me. Hit the mashed potato spot. <laughs> All right. Um, can you put my graphic up? I forgot who I picked. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, Cole Gutman. Cole like, Gutman. I make that joke a lot of time, but I legit forgot who I picked. Cause, Cole uh, Gutman. Yeah, Cole Gutman, our guy. Uh, why did I pick Cole Gutman? Because well, he was doing stuff. He, 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 he wore his jersey, and it was clean. And No, actually, uh, he had three shots on goal, second most on the team. There you go. Uh, went 9 of 11 from the faceoff dot. That's nice. pretty good the last time I checked, so I'm going to give it to him. Almost 16 minutes of ice time, so... I like him. He's I a keeper. Yeah. I, I, it's a nice little fine, a guy that uh, 
college free agent after originally being drafted by Tampa. So, you know, you need guys like that along the way. And, heck, you know what? If he's the one bright spot for the next 22 games, bring sure, it on. Sure. And, hey, you know what? He's going to have a real shot at being uh, on the roster full-time next year. Well, he's so going to be good, the number one center from here on out. Good so for him. if it ain't now, it's never. Yeah, might as well. Uh, my four-star of the night was Max Domi. Uh, he had no points, uh, but he was even. He wasn't a plus or a minus, right. so there you go. Uh, when you give up four goals and you come out even, that's not too bad. Four shots on goal, one hit, 19 minutes and 11 seconds of ice time while being the number one center on this team for at least one more game. Uh, so Max Domi, my fourth star of the night. Nine shot attempts. That's pretty yeah, good. I mean, he was he was being active. He well, I mean, it. Patrick Kane's not there, so he's So, he's so now shoot. he can shoot. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Got a couple uh, super chats that we should uh, get to. $5 from... Uh, Dr. Horror Show says table beers should be cracked open for Caner. Patience is key in this rebuild. Hawks therapy in session. Uh, trust me, these table beers have been here for a while. We have some fresh ones in the fridge yeah. uh, that will be cracked when uh, when needed. And uh, $5 from Chris. Chris says, I have moved on from number 88, but what in your expert opinions, oh, expert opinions, happens with Captain Sirius? That's Jonathan Taze, for those of you at oh. home. Uh, he plays one more shift, <laughs> retires, or finishes his career elsewhere. I think he should retire. I think he will play elsewhere. I think we're going to see a Corey Crawford-esque situation from Jonathan Taze. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening in Winnipeg. Yeah. It's got to be Winnipeg. Of course, it's where he's from. Um, <laughs> I think he's right. played his last game as a Blackhawk. I don't think... I mean, I know they say they want to get him out there before the end of the year, but really, what's the freaking point? The point to is have a, to something to feel decent about. It, it, it wouldn't even really feel. Honestly, though, that wouldn't feel good. No, he's he, like, oh, here's his one last sympathy game. If like, he came yeah. back for like the last game of the year, then I feel like the, you know, the undertone of that is like, hey, he's not really healthy, but we're gonna suit him up for one more yeah, game. You know, like, that would be really weird. It's gonna, you know what feeling I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get the same feeling I get like when I first walk into like awake, because that mm. whole situation is weird, and you're just kind of like. Do I need to be happy about this? Should I right, be sad? Yeah. Do I say I'm sorry? Like it's what also going to feel here? icky. It's yeah. going to feel, feel like weird. the Hawks are doing it just to move tickets, or right? Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, I, if he can come back and it's like for five or six games, uh, yeah, a couple, okay, of, couple cool. of games. It's like all right, then he's probably feeling healthy and wants to finish the season because he's a very competitive and, and prideful person. Um, but yeah, if, if it's just like oh, he's going to be in the lineup for one more game, it's just like is he even healthy to do that? Like you know, it's going to feel a little weird. I, part of me thinks he's going to try and, and play through it through next season. Uh, I don't know where it'll be. Probably not Chicago, but it no. could be here. But I don't know if he, I don't know if he finishes. Like, if it, yeah. it seems like his body is telling him he, he's not, I think he's not going to hold up anymore. I'm but. hoping he finally listens to his body and says, I, you know what? It's been one hell of a run, but it's time to do something different. Yeah. But we'll, uh, see. we'll see what happens. But I don't think he's going to play another game for the Hawks. Got a $7 super chat for Mike. He Our says, uh, I think the Hawks should have waited until tomorrow to trade Kane. The players, even Sharp, had a hard time thinking about it. They lost their brother. He didn't die. Uh, yeah, he's not dead. He's, he's still alive. It's... I, I get it's it. Tough. But like, I get it, but also the Rangers want him ASAP. They they got they got yeah. they play tomorrow. They play Thursday. Kane's going to start Thursday. Thursday, and he also hasn't been with the team for a week, so it's not like yeah, they weren't. It's not like he was yanked off a yanked out a morning skate and said, "Hey, you've been traded." Like yeah, they knew this was coming, and and from from people I've talked to that have some connections to the team behind the scenes, players knew this was happening days ago. So. Yeah. It's not like uh, it's not like it's you know bomb dropped on them this morning like all of us like like you know like oh shoot this is the news like no like we knew this was coming they knew this was coming it's not a it's not an absolute shock so yeah waiting a little bit longer I don't know what it does other than help New York financially not spend as much money but that they're the Rangers they're worth like one point four billion dollars they don't yeah. need they don't, they're not going to worry about that. Would it have helped us in our our show on Friday if they had waited? Yes, yes. it would have. But <laughs> you know that's out of our control. So yeah, it's whether it happened today, tomorrow, Thursday, it it was going to happen anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah. All right. So we have the uh, final final actual trade 
that happened. And while I read this off the screen, who wants to pull up the text we got explaining the conditions? Okay, great. <laughs> oh, uh, so here is your Patrick Kane trade. The Rangers receive Patrick Kane and Cooper Zek. The Blackhawks receive a 2023 second-round pick, conditional, a 2023 fourth-round pick, defensemen Andy Walensky and Vili Sariarvi, love that name, uh, and they will also, Hawks will pay 50% of Kane's salary. The Arizona Coyotes, who got involved to take on the other 25% of Kane's salary, receive a third-round pick from the Rangers in doing so. The condition of the Blackhawks pick is the second rounder becomes a first in 2024 or 2025 if the Rangers reach the Eastern Conference final this year. It's a little more complicated than that. Mario, the yeah. floor is yours. And, if, and a, one quick thing. Sorry, Arvey came from the Coyotes to the Blackhawks. Yes, thank you. So just to clear that up. Now to clear up the first, uh, the conditional second round pick. So... Should the Rangers reach the 2023 Eastern Conference Final, the 2023 second-round pick becomes a first-round pick in either the 2024 or 2025 NHL draft. We all understand that. If the Rangers get the Dallas Stars' first-round pick in 2023 that was acquired via the trade for defenseman Nielsen Lundqvist, then the Blackhawks will get the Rangers' own 2024 first round pick unless that 2024 pick is in the top 10 in which case the Blackhawks will receive the Rangers' own first round pick in 2025 and that pick will be unprotected if the Rangers get the Stars' unprotected first round pick in 2024 then the Blackhawks will receive the better of Dallas's first round pick or New York's first round pick in 2024 if that pick is in the top 10 the rangers will retain both 2024 first round picks and the blackhawks will get the rangers's own first round pick in 2025 and that 2025 pick will be unprotected oh no i've gone cross-eyed the shit was that <laughs> very very clear and do you want any more context in these trades because the uh, Lundquist trade has some conditions on it as well. Sure, let's go. Why so, <laughs> if you'll remember back to last September, Dallas acquired New York defenseman Nils Lundquist in exchange for a 2023 conditional first-round pick and a 2025 conditional fourth-round pick. If the Stars' own first-round pick in 2023 is in the top 10, then the Rangers will get the Stars' own first-round pick in 2024 instead, and that 2024 pick will be unprotected. Great. So none of this is going to matter when the Devils beat the Rangers in six games in the first round. Probably not. <laughs> All right. So At there you have it. At least we explained. <laughs> yeah. There the are the conditions. Good All right. Lord. I feel like I needed to go to law school just to understand, like, Whereas the, thus far here <laughs> aforementioned, the guy at the end of the Matrix, ergo, uh, yeah. like, what are you talking I was about? In, I was in the car about maybe four blocks away from the studio when that text came through from the wonderful uh, PR staff of the Blackhawks, and I started to read it at a red light, and I was like, <laughs> I forgot how to drive. The light like, changed I, three times. Yeah, yeah. People started honking at you. Like, uh, like no, to show you how much that is. Now this literally <laughs> happened. Uh, <laughs> in between periods, Mario started reading that to Steven. I went to the other room to go juggle the button. And by the time I came back, Mario was still I reading was, the yep. conditions. Still wasn't. And if you don't know what juggle the button is, uh, you got to go back a few episodes. We explained it. Yeah. It's, if it's you want to know what it means, become a diehard. It's less complicated than the uh, conditions. Yeah, there there yeah. is a button in our urinal, yes. and it's been there for probably four months. It's been there <laughs> since, like, it's been there since before Hosa, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. Yes. Because we were wondering if it was for a while there, people were wondering if it was Marion Hosa's button. It was not. It but was there before. He had no buttons on his shirt. I, I remember take it, it, it was like yesterday. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. All right, it's time to be Why serious. Start now? We are a little <laughs> bit slappy. We've had some late games this week. We've yeah. been emotional roller coasters following all this trade stuff. Uh, so thank you for bearing with our silliness in the first part of the show. 
Um, but the reality is here. Patrick Kane is no longer a Chicago Blackhawk, which is kind of crazy to even think about. Yeah. I've got my Blackhawks beat piece coming out tomorrow, and it's been like 5,700-something days since the Blackhawks drafted Patrick Kane, and there's an entire generation of Hawks fans that don't even know this organization without him. Kids that were 10 years old when the Hawks won the Stanley Cup in 2010 are now 23. That's uh, that's our producer, Joey. It is a whole generation mm-hmm. of diehard Hawks fans that know that do not know the Hawks without him mm-hmm. or Taves. And it's, it's going to be weird. And I, I don't know if it's really hit me yet that Patrick Kane is no longer a Blackhawk. Yeah. It might take watching the Rangers on TV and seeing, like, oh, my God, there he is. There's 88 in blue. Thursday is going to be weird. Yeah. Because we've all seen the jersey swaps. We've seen all the all the photoshops of him, you know, wearing Rangers gear and all that. So it's just like when you see that, you're like, ah, okay. Like, yeah, it looks kind of weird, but, you know, you can get used to it. But seeing it in real life, seeing him out on the ice with, you know, with the Rangers and back with Pan- the As soon as that video of him and Panarin reuniting hits, I think that's going to be like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah. That, there it is, you know. I, I think for me <clears> – <throat> um, you know, I was, I, I, I got, you know, I parked before coming into the office tonight and, you know, checked my phone before I, before I left my car and, and, and walked in and saw the, uh, the Blackhawks uh, Twitter account posted the, the highlight video, the commemorative video uh, highlights of, of Patrick Kane and his time in, with the Blackhawks. And I sat there and I watched it in the car and I was just, that was the moment where I kind of like just took a second to kind of feel the, the fan in me feel like, yep. That's it. And, you know, seeing all the highlights, it, it really, you know, you, you think back to um, everything that we've experienced as fans with this team, with Patrick Kane, and a lot of times because of Patrick Kane. And it, it there's a lot. It's, it's been a long time, 16 years uh, of, of him being with this team and providing memories for us as, as Blackhawks fans. And it's it's tough. It is tough to see someone like that um, not, you know, not uh, be be a one a, a one team player. You know, to play f- to 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 not retire as a Blackhawk is is really tough to see. And and yeah, I mean, I'm 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 in that uh, part of that you know generation that really, you know, I I I was a fan of the team uh, just before the the Taze and Kane era, but that was a that was a different style of being a fan at that time. There was no social media, the internet. You know, keeping up with teams via the internet wasn't what it is today. So for me, it was kind of just like, ah, you know, box scores and video games and watching the highlights on TV and stuff. Um, but the but it was the 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 Taze and Kane era that really ushered in that like next level of like really digging into the team. And so I, you know, for, for me, this is uh, probably the guy that I've I've watched the most hockey of in my life. Um, and it's and it's gonna be it's gonna be weird seeing him on a different team, for sure. And like, I'm not sitting in this chair. Probably none of us, the three of us, aren't sitting in these chairs if it wasn't for the Patrick Kane and that 2010 team. Yeah, that that was the year <clears throat> I started blogging, and really was like, hey, this is kind of fun because for that. Uh, 2009 playoff run to the to Western Conference Finals, you know, I'd, I'd be with my buddies at, at, at our, our favorite, you know, drinking establishment, watching every playoff game. And it was my buddies who were like, dude, you like, you like telling us what's going to happen before it happens. You should like start writing this stuff down. And, you know, that's what led me on this weird, strange path that, yeah. that has me sitting here tonight. So I owe to those teams, like, and, and Patrick Kane, obviously was one of the most important pieces that I remember the night Patrick Kane got drafted sitting in my first ever apartment on my own with my two roommates. And they were like, you know, is this guy any good? I'm like, yeah, he's, he's number one overall pick. He's going to be really good. And you know, Mm -hmm. it's just little, little things have like flashback throughout the day. Cause you know, Patrick Kane, a lot of Blackhawk fans, myself included is associated with, so many good memories mm-hmm. and and just the people you were with during big games the the places you were at that are no longer exist you yeah. know yeah. hell there are a lot of people in my life 
that aren't here anymore that I celebrated some of those yeah. big moments. And those are the things that, yeah. that you attach yourself to. And that's what stinks. You know, it's, it's the business part of the game. It's, you know, the, the, the rebuild, all that stuff. Totally on board with that. It makes 100% you know, sense for this organization right now. But it still hurts anytime something is over. And yeah. now that it's officially over, we've been preparing. Blackhawk fans have been preparing themselves for this day all season long, but it's still, even if it's like when you, when, you know, you, you, when you have, you know, a pet or a loved one that's, you know, declining and you know, it's coming and it's more of a relief that it's over it still stings. Yeah. And this is that where we're at now. And Patrick Kane, one of the most important players in not only Blackhawks history, but Chicago sports history. I mean, oh, look yeah. what that team did. In this city, outside of the Jordan Bowls, there has been no team that kind of that has ever had that kind of sustained success. Yeah, yeah. And they right. delivered, <clears throat> and they did it. And Kane had the swagger. Taves was the guy that was all business, but it was Kane that had the swagger, mm-hmm. and and just you know people gravitated to him. And it stinks, but those those years have been over for a long time, and this is just yeah. the final. Yes, it's done. It's time to move on. And it sucks because the past, you know, lots of people always want to go back to the past because those were great times. But the, the it's it's okay to be sad about that, but really excited about the future. Man, you should like, be. This, yeah. is, yep. this is a move that, that is a sign that we're ready to try something new with hopefully the same results as the last, you know, championship run. So, um I'm I'm looking forward to moving on. It's it's long overdue, and it's time to start. And we've got a nice little foundation going, and let's see where it goes. In 2004, the Chicago Blackhawks were named by ESPN the worst franchise in all of sports. I found the article here. <laughs> um, I'm just going to read like the last little bit of it. It says, "Used to be at the old stadium by that moment of epiphany when Wayne Mesmer reached over the land." of the free and the home of the brave in his justly famous rendition of the star spangled banner the 20,000 strong would set up a, a mind mulching din that the whole damn foundation would shake even the hairs on the back of the necks of the poodle sized rats scurrying around the basement would stand <laughs> at attention the fans reaction to the anthem in chicago was legitimately one of the keepsake moments in all of sports there aren't enough interested people in the new joint to form an acapella group that may, as the man said, have gone beyond the point of being sad. Worse, though, it's pathetic. That's how bad the Hawks were in 2004, and I believe it was 2013 when SI posted the cover photo that said the franchise that saved the NHL or mm-hmm. saved hockey. Yeah. A lot can change in short time, and like, and like Greg said, you know, without this dynasty, we're probably not here. And it's, it's just incredible to see like where that team came from um, again, 2004 was not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, and they were the worst franchise in sports and a couple good picks and some savvy free agent signings, and boom, you're right back on top. And, uh, and that's what we hope the Hawks can do you know, next as, as, as history goes on here. But it's always hard when a beloved player leaves. It's, it's tough, and I'm probably going to sit with it when I get home a little bit because I've been thinking about doing the show and thinking about the game and getting here on time and all that stuff. I think the drive home is going to be probably a little bit emotional from that perspective, but all I'm going to do is think about the moments. And when I think about Patrick Kane, that's what I think about our, like you, you think of the dynasty as a whole, right? Of this great, deep, dominant team that went six deep defensively, 12 deep forwards, two great goalies most of the time. And they were just a relentless machine, right? At some point, the Hawks were going to catch up with you no matter how well you played. They were just better and deeper. But Patrick Kane specifically is the guy with the moments, yeah. the heartbreaker goal, uh, you know, the, the, the hat tricks in the playoffs, the talking crap to Brad Marchand, and then winning the Conn Smythe. Like, there's so many Patrick Kane moments, good and bad, let's be honest, right. uh, on and off the ice. But, man, his career... It's perfect for like a video montage. Oh yeah, because they're like, oh, remember that? Oh, remember that? Oh, remember that? Like it just goes on and on and on. And from the moment he was drafted, I remember they interviewed him. 
uh, after the Hawks picked him, and like the first thing he said was, "I'm going to have some pretty cool celebrations for everybody." <laughs> like that swagger from the minute he was picked by Dale Talon. Yeah, the minute you knew this kid was going to be special, the Hawks knew he was going to be special, and he was a number one overall pick. Became everything he was supposed to be, and more. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know how uh, what the success rate is of of top overall picks living up to the living up to their hype and their billing in not only the NHL but in all sports. I, I I think Patrick Kane is is one of the standard setters when it comes to that. Like everything that that he was supposed to be uh, as a player, he he was, and he was for the Blackhawks. And and yeah, the moments. I mean, you could do a, a laundry list of 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 highlights and and huge moments that he himself provided. And what's crazy is like one of the biggest moments in <clears throat> the entire modern Cup era run is the Marion Hossa Game 5 2010 overtime winner against Nashville. That moment may not happen if Patrick Kane isn't right there to tie the game in the in the final seconds of regulation. Yeah, on, technically a shorthand on, on a penalty kill. Yeah, right. Um so I mean it's 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 something like that that you know even to set up to extend the life of this team, he was there for of that team. He was there for that moment. So it's just like it's always when the the light was shining the brightest um, during that time, it was it was Patrick Kane's that moment. Was, that's what separates him from a lot of superstars. Mm. Is you can be the most talented guy on your team, you could be one of the best players in the league, but if you don't show up when it matters most, you're Dan Marino, you're Charles Barkley, like you're a guy without, yeah. you know, great player, you know, yeah. but. Didn't didn't get it done when it counted, and and that's what, in the end, people are going to judge you by, right or wrong. How many championships you win, right? Well, he's got three. He's hoping to get a fourth one. We'll see how that shakes out. But listen, man, when Patrick Kane wanted to beat you in the Stanley Cup playoffs, he beat you. He took pleasure in it too. Yeah, and, yeah. He, <laughs> made, and he and he made you look stupid it, it, while doing it. And very few guys could do that. Kind of reminiscent of another guy that that won some championships in that building too. Yeah, uh, on the hardwood floor, you know, when when those guys are determined to win a game and be the reason why their teams win the game, they usually did it. Yeah, and he can still do it, as we saw in his last four games when yeah. he wanted to go out there and, and remind you of who he was and who he is. He can turn it on. So, I I, you know. Hope for the Rangers is, I, I know, Greg, you don't care about this, but I, my hope for the Rangers is that they get that player because that's, that's, what, they're, that's what they're hoping <laughs> to get. And, um, you know, if they make the Eastern Conference final with all the convoluted conditions, one way or another, the Blackhawks would we get a, we will a pick first, round, first round, <laughs> first round between pick. Between now and the end of time. Eventually, <laughs> they, will, they will get another first round pick out of it. So, um yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to uh, to to see. It's going to be weird to see him play, but once uh, you know, once you get a game or two of of watching him with the Rangers, it'll be uh, really, you know, from a distance, it'll be interesting to watch him, Madison Square Garden, that loaded team. See what he, see where he fits on that team and and what he can do. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It was kind of weird. You it didn't even dawn on me until you said it a few minutes ago because it's just everything that's gone on the last few days, and you just like. Okay, finally we can have our emergency podcast about Kane going around. But it really just dawned on me a couple minutes ago. Kane is going to be back with Artemi Panarin. Yeah. Like, is it too late for the Rangers to get Artem Anisimov? And just <laughs> him? He Sign was, him to a PTO. He's, he's, he's available. He's on an AHL deal right now. Yeah, you right, can go get right. him if you want him. Um, yeah, Band that's going to be fun. And the fun part is, 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 is his first game with the Rangers not – isn't it against the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, yes, it is. So, so Alex Debrinkit will be yeah, in the, you get in the building on too. too, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the bromance weekend at Burn. You know, it's gonna be amazing <laughs> bromance day. weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun night for Patrick Kane, uh, and you know, there's a lot of reasons to the way this whole thing went down wasn't ideal, um, you know. But in the end, he's gonna get a shot. I don't know, another cup doesn't need it to cement his legacy, but he's going to get a shot. He's going to the team he wanted to do. 
His contract dictated that he could do exactly how he did yeah. it. And the Blackhawks today, and we've got quotes we get, we'll get to from, from Danny Wirtz, from Kyle Day. The Blackhawks today have a f- – we are moving on. We are moving forward. So yeah. there's, as I said, reasons to be sad, but reasons to be excited too. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, let, let's share some of those quotes on the other side of the break here. I know we've got to get some some ad reads in here, um, yeah. but there's something I want to start specifically – um, Kyle Davidson was asked if the if the idea of an extension ever came up with Patrick Kane. We're going to share what he said uh, after they uh, Greg and Mario tell you about stuff. Yeah, stuff, S- stuff that and will also help things, stuff and things that will uh, I, I I think help some people uh, deal with their uh, emotions regarding Patrick Kane. Uh, we were already told to crack open some table beers. Maybe we'll do it later. Uh, but those beers are Goose Island beers because they are the official beer sponsor of CHGO. <laughs> the geese are coming back from the south. Uh, or, no, is it the west? No, it's the south. south. Uh, Chicago's beer since 1988. That's Goose Island. Of course, they have uh, the extensive beer roster that is as deep as the Blackhawks. Um, cup run era. Uh, you got the Blackhawks Pale Ale, the limited release, and the beautiful uh, can with the neon beer sign. Blackhawks logo looks great, tastes great. Uh, they got the Bulls City 312, also a limited release, uh, matching the uh, the specialty jersey that the Bulls got uh, going on. I believe it's called the Municipal Jersey. I don't know. Anyways, uh, it's a great looking can, and it's a great tasting beer as well. Uh, you got the Bourbon County Stout for the uh, dark beer drinkers and uh, the beer hug ipa series is loved by ipa fans of course you got the matilda the green line and the distinguished golden can the 312 the staple of goose island's lineup uh goose island has two locations locally here in chicago and they are open and ready to welcome you you can grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the goose island tap room which is located at 1800 west fulton or if you like yourself a nice smash burger Go down to the original Clybourne Brewhouse, get yourself a burger and a fresh beer of the week. Uh, that is located at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. You know where else you can enjoy a nice ice-cold Goose Island? That's the United Center. Yeah, you can. You can go right to the Goose Island Brew Pub there and get yourself a nice cold 312. And if you want to save money on your admission in the United Center, be it for a Bulls game, a Blackhawks game, or maybe a big concert, well, you need to go visit our friends at Game Time, the hottest new game ticketing time? site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to whatever event you wish to choose, not just the United Center, but for all Chicagoland venues, worldwide venues, really. Ever dream of sitting in a seat you never thought oh you could, maybe my. at the 50-yard line, courtside at a basketball game, behind home plate? You want floor seats? For your favorite concert, well, it's possible with Game Time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. And it's true. You keep waiting and waiting. There is a, there's a, a Bruce Springsteen concert in Milwaukee I want to go to really bad next week, uh, just a couple days after my birthday. And every day I check it, and every day the prices are going down. So I'm hoping the morning of I catch that big deal. And trust me, if I do... You will all hear about it, and I will rave about Game Time. So if you love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the podcast description. If you're watching on YouTube right now, scroll down and smash that giant thumbs up. We're almost to the 100 likes for that extra spin. And just under that, you'll see the link to buy your Blackhawks tickets. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. If you'd like Cheap. to use Game Time to go see uh, Patrick Kane's debut at Madison Square Garden, $223 will get you in for Rangers and Senators. If you want to wait till Saturday for the game in in Boston, Rangers at Boston, $225. Those on the contrary, want to see Patrick Kane. if you want to see the Dallas Stars take on the Chicago Blackhawks at the United <laughs> Center on Thursday they will night, pay you $14. <laughs> $23 tickets get you a seat in the building. Those will probably be going down by the time. Those drops. will probably go down. Yep. But that $223 at Madison Square Garden, that's probably face value. Right? Yeah, it might be. I yeah, mean, New York City, Madison Square Garden. A team that wins. Yeah. 
Uh, they can charge those kind of prices. Yep. They charge uh, those that's what Hawks tickets were back in not not that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, trust me. Hey. I know I benefited from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a few years when I had season tickets. Hundred dollar single game tickets in the three hundred level. I remember that. You know what's uh, pretty much free if you're a CHGO diehard. Tomorrow we've got our uh, CHGO Blackhawks happy hour with our diehards. 8 p.m. On jump with online with us. You can chat with us. Uh, literally, we're going to pull you up on the Zoom and talk to you uh, one-on-one. You can raise your hand, get your questions in, just hang out, crack some beers, crack some uh, NAs, crack some pops, and hang out with us Time for out. an hour or so <laughs> uh, tomorrow uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, at allchgo.com. Diehards only. That is one of the benefits of being a CHGO diehard. Go to allchgo.com to become a diehard if you are not already. What happened to Greg? Yeah, apparently, wherever that, because of that logo placement, I have tomorrow night off. So you two. <laughs> I see you on top. You're up there on the top of the logo. Uh-huh. All right. And the bottom right. There's All more right. Greg in there than anything, quite frankly. Well, that's how you well, keep the you people know, happy. When they make the graphics 20 minutes before the show, that's what happens. <laughs> I'm hiding behind the beef sleeve. Anyway. <laughs> Asterisk, those comments have nothing to do uh. with our beloved producer, Steven. Beef sleeve. Yeah. He's a beef sleeve. All right. So uh, was it pregame or was it first intermission when they talked to Kyle David? Uh, pregame. pregame. Okay. Pre-game. Pre-game. And uh, uh, our, our buddy Craig Morgan, uh, PHNX, is still in the tunnel waiting to talk to <laughs> Kyle <Davis. laughs> Apparently he was not made aware because he was going to go over there and, and get some video from us. But thankfully the Blackhawks sent it to us anyways. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. He was asked by Sharpie or Vosters, I forget who it was, if the idea of a... The, uh, Charlie. It was Charlie. It was the pregame show. It was the pregame show. Yeah. That makes more sense. It was Charlie mm-hmm. uh, saying, was there any conversation about an extension? And I don't want to go conspiracy theory on anybody, but basically he said we really never got to that point yeah we were kind of doing day by day trying to get to the uh trade deadline and and just go from there uh if you read between the lines i think both parties are very pleased to just kind of start the next chapter just move along yeah and begin the next phase of their career and the next phase of their franchise i think you know it's the fact that it wasn't even talked about kyle davidson knew that Kane did not want to be part of a rebuild, was kind of pissed about how things went down. Kane was very happy to say, fine, just the Rangers, mm-hmm. right? And he got what he wanted, and that's the right thing for the Hawks to do is once he says he wants to go, let him go. Um, but that's why we're adding the Patrick Kane's coming back in the summer jar because it ain't happening. No. Yeah, I don't care if they get three Connor Bedards. It's not happening. Yeah, He's and, not interested. And, and I would say They're this, not interested either. I would say the same goes for... If Jonathan Taze feels like he's healthy enough, I'm sure before they before he shut before he was shut down for the year, or indefinitely, um, I'm sure that those discussions didn't get uh, didn't get to that point either about extension talks or anything like that. So we can probably save it for him too. Yep. Real quick note. Yes. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Quick Another is a Columbus Blue yeah, Jacket. I'm seeing this in the chat. Our guy Mike. Uh, Porpasalo Gavrikov going to Kings. Quick is going back. Wow. Jonathan Quick, your new tank commander in Columbus. <laughs> wow. That talk wow. about wow! So you get the 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 Kings and the Blackhawks uh, for four years. We're trading they Stanley were, Cups, yeah. and two of the most important guys in those that run for both teams are now no longer <laughs> on those teams. Yeah. Traded within hours of each other. That's pretty crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Never thought I would see Jonathan Quick going to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay. Yeah. I uh, mean, hey, good good for the Kings. They got Corpusalo, uh Gavrikov, who was this year's Ben Sherratt. Yeah, Gavrikov um, can finally, he hasn't played a game in three years. He can I, finally get back on the ice. Yeah, I kind of want to see what that actual trade was because there's no way it was quick for Corpusalo and Gavrikov. That's not, there's, yeah, there's got to be more. That's not fair at all. Stand by. Um, all right, so. Yeah, but, so yeah, we yeah. were talking about him coming back. He's not. Back on the topic of that, too, um, this is a quote from uh, what Mark Lazarus and Scott Powers wrote in the wake of the trade. Just an excerpt. Check it out at The Athletic. Uh, This is, I don't know who wrote this part, Lazar Powers, but it was one of them. Not that anyone will ever say it publicly, 
but there was growing frustration within the Blackhawks organization over Kane's dithering. Just as significantly, the sense around the league (laughs) from other suitors was that Kane was just as frustrated, if not outright furious, that the Blackhawks were all but forcing him out the door by going scorched earth on the roster in a blatant tank. Davidson traded away Alex Dabrinkit and let Dylan Strom leave as a free agent over the summer. Those were Kane's line mates and closest friends on the team, and Kane took it personally, making him less inclined to help the Blackhawks maximize his trade value. He wanted the Rangers, and he was determined to get to the Rangers. So I know that now the uh, the uh, I would if I'm going to predict what's going to happen, I would imagine that most fans will side with Patrick Kane on this, um, and I understand that. But I will ask again. Sell me a better plan than a scorched earth rebuild. I'm waiting for a better plan. I'm right. waiting for a suggestion that is realistic and that will get the, the Blackhawks back to Stanley Cup intention. You're not going to get one from me. Don't you know? It's what we're told all the time. Just sign good players. Just sign good yeah. players. Sure. Yeah. Just, just sign good players. players. Just, just trade, like, a- trade for Seth Jones and, and trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. Trade away your prospects and your first-round picks. Uh, sign the most expensive free agents every summer, and you'll be good. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, 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 the, the rebuild is, it is what it is. Um, you're not going to find an argument against it from me. Uh, I, I, we, we talked about it with, um, uh, with Shana Goldman from the athletic about what would have happened if they kept all those guys around and, you know, ran, ran with, you know, Debrinkad and doc and Kubalik and Strom and Kane and Taze and kept everybody around. What, what would it have been? And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a playoff team. It would have been, you know, not bad enough to be realistically in the Bedard sweepstakes, but not actually contending for a playoff spot. NHL hell, NHL hell. And is that, is, is that worth keeping those guys around? To, to stay in that in that range where you know you're you're not selling off uh, players to get more draft capital to get better picks to build for the future but you're also not in a position to be buyers to get any better because what what are you gonna sell off your future yeah like you you have no future so it's it's not a position you want to be in and Chris says if they kept the band together the Hawks would be the penguins. There's no Sidney Crosby. No. Taves or no. Kane are not Sidney Crosby level players. No. Or Evgeny Malkin level players at this point in their careers. No, it's not. And, and, and Malkin's kind of overperforming at this point. And even if that's true, the Penguins aren't going to win anything. They're, they're not. Are they're they not, even in a playoff spot right now? They're right there. I, it's so close. It changes daily. Yeah. They're going to sneak in as if one you, of the wild card teams. If you want to be the number two wild card team in the East and face Boston, yeah, by cool. all means, they have are fun right, with it. They are right now the number two wild card team yeah. with there 69 you go. nice points. Enjoy those five, well, yeah, well, enjoy those five games against What the was the sentiment last year uh, from uh, Daryl Sutter about being the, the second wild card in the West last year? You're, you're going to waste eight days against the, against the Avalanche, and what happened? The Predators got swept the F out of the playoffs yep. real fast. Yep. So you want to be that? You've got to remember that before this era, that is exactly what the Hawks did. Because Bill Wirtz was unwilling to tear it down because that was bad for revenue, right? So he would just have the team would be just good enough, very much like the way the White Sox and Bulls operate right now, where Mm -hmm. it's like we're going to be just good enough to keep you interested and to sell you a little bit of hope. But we're never going to do exactly what it takes to get over that hump. Yeah. And we will. And remember, the Hawks forever had like the longest consecutive playoffs. They wanted. they wanted the one playoff gate. And they also, at the same time, they had the longest consecutive playoff stretch where they made it year after year after year. They were also going through the league's longest Stanley Cup drought. Yeah. yeah. And that is not on purpose, but it's a result. That's, that's the result. Yeah. Of of middling it. You go all in to, to land in the middle. And, and we, you know, we talked about it. We talked about it, what, yesterday? About the, the Nashville Predators and how long that they've been just right in the middle, like right in irrelevancy. Like, yeah, like... Their entire existence. Playoff, experience, play, uh, playoff appearance, playoff appearance, playoff appearance. 
first round exit, first round exit, first round exit, first round exit. You make one run to the cup final. You don't win. First round exit, first round exit. Miss, miss, miss. They've like, been out of the first round three times their entire, or maybe it might be a little more, but they, the, the only time they've gotten past the second round yeah. was once, and that was that, and that I, run I, I the don't want to be that. Was, this no. is Chicago. This I want. This is original six team. This is a big ass market. I want a winner. So if we got to go through some pain, if we got to go through some difficult decisions, if we got to go through, you know, putting a closing the chapter on on the last you know cup run so that we can open a new one, do it because there's there's no other way, there's no other way to do it. People want to say tanking's bad for the game. In a, in the NHL, in a hard cap where good teams are there's punished are punished do. for being good teams, there's nothing else you can do but bottom out and start over. Think about what the Hawks have lost over the years because of the hard cap, and you can blame he who shall not be named for overpaying guys, and that is totally valid, yeah. and for some bad contracts. But just after 2010, you lose Lad, Bufflin, Versteeg, uh, Versteeg has to go. Uh, you lose Antti Niemi. Niemi, Burrish. Not that he was yeah, most like, important it player. Goes on, and then down the road, you lose Tara Vinen. You, uh, you lose Brian Bickle. You lose Dave Boland. You lose, like, it just goes on and on and, and on because. Twice. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they've yeah, done had, two, the Hawks did twice. too good of a job like a developing, too good of a do- job drafting, and because of the hard cap, they're forced here. And look, I know people are mad at, uh, at, at the last guy, for giving Kane and Taves a no movement clause, those two you have to do that. For. No one was no mad. One no time, one was mad about yeah. that. No, in the summer everyone would have done that. No Every, one was mad about that. What you should be mad about is the reality of the league, where good teams are punished. And look at the shenanigans that happen around the deadline of the Hawks like getting Nikita Zaitsev and taking out a pick just so a team can clear money. Mm-hmm. Just have a luxury tax. The the. Nashville Predators are retaining 4% of Matias Ekholm's salary so the Oilers can get him under the cap. That's like, what, $4,000? It's stupid. It's It's stupid. And, of course, it's par for the course when when we're talking about uh, Gary Bettman and and the way he handles the NHL. Somebody a moment ago said, how do the Coyotes keep getting away with what they're doing? Because of Gary Bettman. Yeah, because he's yeah. going to die on that freaking hill. Well, that that's going to work one day. Meanwhile, they did. Was it true that they didn't even sell out tonight's game in a four thousand seat arena? I don't know. I and yet, that. you got Gary Bettman's out there begging people in Tempe, Arizona, to 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 right. to and the say twenty four hours after they acquire Shane Weber's contract, so they could mm-hmm. you know meander their way to the cup, the cap floor. He's on TV begging Arizona, Tempe, Arizona people to go yeah, vote for the stadium it's it's gary bettman and and like and the owners love it the only the fans always say why is gary bettman still have his job because he makes the owners money right because the hard cap prevents these owners from spending more money they can only spend a certain amount yeah. they rich guys love not spending their own money that's right. how they and got rich that's money. how they stay rich yeah. right that helps their profit margins and that's all they're here for Right. Let's not kid ourselves. So that's why Gary Bettman's been able to keep his job for so long because he has made NHL owners a lot more money than they were making before he took over. And if there wasn't uh, a hard cap, then teams like the Rangers and the Blackhawks and and Toronto and Boston could spend money like a bottomless pit to keep all the best players, to sign all the free agents and and smaller market teams like Arizona, sorry, PHNX, it's true. Smaller market teams like Arizona would be left in the dust because they couldn't spend the money to keep up with them. But they would, benefit, and they don't do it now, though. But they would benefit from a luxury tax too. Right? They would yeah. be getting well, revenue sure. from the luxury tax that would theoretically make them competitive. And guess what? If a team doesn't want to do that, then get the f out of the league. Yeah. Like it, it's literally a joke. Hosa, Dotsuk, Pronger, Weber, uh, all these what? Boland, Boland, all these. Really good players that are like Coyotes legends. Ha, 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 ha. This is how the Coyotes operate. And for people around the league, this pisses me off. And I know people are are mad at the Hawks for the Kyle Beach thing, and they should be. I get it. But to be like, what the Hawks are doing is ridiculous. They don't have a choice. Yeah, They were too good, and now they don't have a choice because of the way the league is structured. But you know, as soon as the Hawks are ready to win again, boom, they're going to spend money. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring a, hell. They're going to spend money next year. They have to. 
Right. They're going to overpay a bunch of free agents to get to the cap floor. They're they're going to they're going to spend money. They're going to because this is this is now I think with you have Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner more or less running the show now. Um, they're they're smart about what they need to do to get back to prominence, and that's when they're going to get back to the sellout streak. That's when they're going to get back to having twenty games on national television. That's when they're going to get back to being able to you know sell merchandise at 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 a, uh, you know left and right. So they know what they need to do to get back to you know the, the business standards that the Blackhawks had in the Cup Run era, and that's. That's that's best for for obviously it's best for the team. Yeah. Trying to be in the middle is not going to make you as much money as trying to get to the top. And the league is the the league wants the Blackhawks and they want the Chicago market to be a competitive team so that they can put them on national TV, mm-hmm. they can put them on TNT and ESPN and get them in the and get them playoff playoff revenues and and, and whatnot. Get it and and get the eyes of of the country because the the, the Blackhawks fan base was built up in the last 15, 20 years. And it was, it was built up with Taze and Kane uh, at, at the forefront of things. And it was built up across the country. And they're, they're, they're a, a national team. And even before that, in, in the 80s and 90s, they were a national team referenced on, on you know, so many big, big television shows and, and big movies where, swingers, where the Blackhawks, yeah. Swingers, uh, the the vacation series, you know, they were even in Seinfeld. They were mentioned in the Sudden early nineties. Like there was, there's so many cultural <laughs> references to the Blackhawks from the nineties that I remember. So it was just like there's a there's that deep fan base outside of Chicago that the NHL would love to have them be competitive again. Absolutely. So that it's it's best for business to try and get back to the top. To shoot for the middle is is you're not a small market. You're freaking Chicago. Go win. Yeah. Go don't don't be a Jerry Reinsdorf owned team and and act like you you are in the third biggest city in the country. Yeah, and and they were the one of the dead horses that would that got beat every year that I got so sick and tired of was every time the Blackhawks got an outdoor game and people were like, oh my god, why is it always the Blackhawks? Because they made money. People are going to watch the game. People are going to watch the game. People were watching it. People, Blackhawk fans traveled in hordes to those outdoor games and bought the tickets and bought the hotel rooms and ate at the restaurants and drank at the bars. I've been this. I went to the Minnesota Stadium Series game and it was half half. It was, and that was. Like in Minnesota. Yeah, and that was like the fifth or sixth outdoor game already, yeah. did, but people still loved going to it. And those were high those were some of the highest rated outdoor games in NHL history involved the Blackhawks. There's a reason why they were there. Because the league made money. The league made so much money when the Blackhawks were good. Mm-hmm. They're not making as much money now that they're bad. So of course the league wants them to be good. But they make it difficult for that to happen. Okay. So you like and, and you said earlier about, oh, people are mad how, you know, the Blackhawks, what they're doing. They're losing on purpose this year. I find it funny that when it's the Blackhawks, some people can, you know, get on their high horse. But when the Edmonton Oilers shit the bed to get Connor McDavid, nobody cared. Yeah. When the Toronto Maple Leafs were, were god-awful to doing get Austin this Matthews doing the exact thing. same thing, they were geniuses. Mm-hmm. Because, God forbid, the Toronto Maple Leafs get criticized in Canada Piss off with that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Give me Connor Bedard. I don't care if you got to play the peewee team that skates in between the second and third period <laughs> to do it. I don't care how you do it. Uh-huh. Go do it because this is the shitty system the league has set us up with. Those kids deserve better. All right. We're almost at an hour. We've got some stuff are, to do yet. Are we? Jesus. The uh, poll we, ra- we are running, I'll update. How many points do you think the Blackhawks will earn through the end of the regular season? Remember, 22 games left. That's 44 points. Uh, so under 10 points, 48%. 10 yeah. to 12, 39%. 13 to 15, 9%. And over 15, 4%. That will be our standing result for now because yeah. I'm not going to update them again later. I don't think this um, roster but yeah, I think five, people, the people don't games. expect a lot of wins here for the rest of the and year. And you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think so. You should not. Those and people obviously have eyeballs. A couple <laughs> quotes rolling in uh, from Connor Murphy uh, from after the game here. He says, quote, this is on Kane and Taves, quote, you see how they brightened up a lot of people's lives in the city for so many years, out to dinner or even just walking around the city. The amount of people that will walk up and just thank them for being them, that speaks a little bit to the impact. 
Then uh, Murphy also says, it's been a tough couple of days. We won't lie about it affecting us a little bit emotionally and psychologically when it's very abrupt, like we're having breakfast, about to go to the morning skate in Anaheim, and guys just stand up and start saying bye. It's hard. That's the reality of it. Like, that's that's the stuff these players are living in. You can kind of excuse the effort in this game because these guys got to be mentally and physically just sapped uh, from all the stuff that was going on. And that's a good reminder that there was a game tonight. Did we do the king of the game? I don't think we did. King, no. So let's do it now. The DraftKings king of the game. We're going to give it to Alex Stalock, who has been uh, injury-bitten all year long and battled back and got back into the lineup tonight. We thought, you know, from what we were hearing, that his season might just be shut down. Uh, but, yep, he gave up four goals, but uh, 60 minutes. He played the whole he game. He made it to the end. <laughs> and he survived. Uh, really good dude, and I'm glad that he's back on the ice. I, I, yeah. I'm, it's good to see Alex Daylock back in the lineup. And remember, DraftKings Sportsbook is the official betting partner of CHGO and All City. They've got those NBA no-sweat same-game parlays. Did the Bulls win? I don't even know. I don't think they so. I didn't not. see any hats being thrown, well, but Peck, well, wasn't, Peck here. wasn't here. Well, but yeah. yeah. They did not. I listened to a little bit of the post-game show. They apparently lost. Major League Baseball is fast approaching. Get those totals in. Get those home run leaders in. All that really, those fun preseason long-term bets are great. Uh, like we said, we love the same-game parlays, and uh, it's really easy to do. It's a great app, super smooth, easy to find. The wagers you're looking for, it's not complicated or like, no. The DraftKings app is awesome and super easy to use. Download it now. Sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. A uh, quick note before we do tank standings. Frank yeah. Saravalli. A, a quick note. Daily face. Uh, yeah, literally, quick note. Uh, to say Jonathan Quick is unhappy with the trade, I am told, is an understatement. The entire LA Kings team was a bit down after the game. A win, and you completely understand. Uh, and you could com- understandably see it in Anzik Kopitar's face after a four-goal night. Tough deal, Kings trading a franchise legend. Those are the two f- sides of the coin of trading away a franchise legend where Kane is going where he wants to be, and Jonathan Quick's going, what the F, man? Yeah, he was he was staring down another uh, opportunity to be in the playoffs, and now he is Definitely not. And according to Elliot, not all the trade details have been out, but according to Elliot Freeman, a first-round pick is involved in that Kings trade as well. That's got to be going to Columbus. To Columbus, yeah. Wow. Well, it's that time of the year. And, hey, it's that time of the year where you should try and save some money on your energy bill. And ComEd, their uh, energy efficiency program is built to help you do that. They are committed to helping families and businesses in the communities that they serve save money and energy. They offer free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually, and they last approximately two hours. And within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Uh, So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. For energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. And if you're ready to sign up, you can call them at 855-433-2700, of course, during normal business hours. And you can speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative by emailing businessee at comed.com or you can request an assessment online on their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. Plenty of ways to get in contact. All right. It is time to update the tank standings. You got a win from Columbus today. Obviously, Arizona won. They beat the Blackhawks. You probably watched that game. No. And your... Uh, San Jose Sharks are tied with the Montreal Canadiens 1-1 at the moment. So let's update the tank stand. Good tank night. Yeah, good tank yeah. night. All right. 
Here we go. Oh, Number no. one in the oh, tank standings. Oh, no. They have one game in hand. With 46 <laughs> points in 61 games, Jonathan Quick's Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> uh, number two in the tank standings, the Anaheim Ducks, 47 points in 61 games. The Hawks have 47 points in 60 games. Jeez. San Jose and Arizona are fourth Shout and fifth. Shout out San Jose and the pity points. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. They're, so they're there's tied your in the third. They're probably going to get another one tonight. Yeah, right. Wouldn't it be great if Jonathan Quick just gets a chip on his shoulder and wants to stick it up the King's butt? Oh, and that'd he be go, great. He goes on like a 17-game winning streak yes, down the stretch. please. That no, would he's be wonderful. Pro- he's probably going to do the exact opposite and throw please a fit do in that. that report. Oh, sure. Maybe he might just retire. Yep. There you go. All right. Uh, we got, what do we, so we got to our 100. Yeah, we smashed our uh, like. Uh, can we get to 120? I think oh, we can. smashed it. So we're three up more. to three spins. Three more for 120. To get to four spins, we need to get to 120. Yeah, let's get to 120 for four. I'm sure we'll get there by the time we reach that far. Yeah, sure. All right, let's give it a spin. Tankathon.com. Tankathon take was again. good to us last night. So yeah, let's, let's, do, it let's again. do it again. We had a walk-off last night. We had a one-spinner. Ooh, Ooh. Nah. Anaheim, Ooh. Columbus, Chicago, San Jose, Ooh. Arizona. Nope. nope. Okay. They've obviously not factored in the Jonathan Quick experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. He's going to get them in the wild card. All right, let's try All it right, again. Two more spins currently. All right, ah, nice. Sweet. So three more spins. Oh, Florida. That's Montreal. Chicago, actually. Columbus, Anaheim, San that's, Jose. That's yeah, all right. That's, that's Montreal gets Bedard. Imagine, well, we, imagine, we get, we get imagine acquiring oh, yeah, Montreal. Sorry. Ben Sherratt and missing out on Connor Bedard. <laughs> you know? But that might not happen because Florida can still make the playoffs. That's true. All right, let's do it all again. Right. Two more spins. Adam Fantilli on that one. Yeah, Fantilli, not bad. Anaheim, Ooh. Arizona, Columbus, Chicago. Yikes. Four. Yeah. That's that's the nightmare scenario that's there. That's wonderful. Oof. All right. Let's hope this, All right, one let's more. Hope Come this on. fourth one's better. Let's do, let's do on. it for 120. Let's do it. Oh, oh no. Jesus. Vancouver, Anaheim, Columbus, Chicago, Gross. San Jose. No. We no. won't be doing that. Tankathon. Do we Come have the on. fire tankathon again? I think so. Yeah, we might have to. Prospectwatcher.com is yeah, back. Yeah, we'll on go back. List. Yep. We'll go back. Whoever helps us wins. <laughs> yep. Someone let those web those web it's, designers. It's like when know. you're you gotta rig like, the system. It's like when you're when you got a, a team that has doesn't have a true starting goalie, you you ride the hot hand. If yeah. the, if the guy wins, you play him the next game. You play him <laughs> until he loses. That's it. That's true. All right, uh, we are technically off tomorrow, except we've got our CHGO diehards happy hour <laughs> at eight. PM. Hold, hold on, Greg, because Jay felt a little uh, bit bad. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my wife's photo of me, her, and Jake Arrieta. Uh, I'm like, where am I in this photo? And, and see, we got the finger guns. From oh, the, uh, but wait, wait. We cropped out Hosa on this one now. Oh, man. Whatever. He's not going to be there. He's busy. But can we just shift it so it's just Hosa? <laughs> this, this, this one is much yeah. better, by the way. Star Hosa will not be I, I, I just, you know what I just, You know what I just heard? Seven more people signing up nice. to be diehards just because of this graphic. Perfect. Yeah, so the way this works, tomorrow at 8, uh, you'll join us on Zoom. If you're a diehard, you go to allchgo.com. The link will be right there. I know they're also going to send an email reminder to all the diehards that it's going to happen. Nice. And then we just have a little Zoom party. It's going to be a great time. 8 p.m. will probably go a little past 9. If you're not a diehard, there's never a bad time to sign up. Mm-hmm. Allchgo.com. You get a free shirt or hat upon sign up. You get access to all of our great written content, including the rebuild reports. Uh, and you get 20% off all of our merch at CHGO Locker and all of our events. So uh, you come to a couple events, buy a shirt. It pays for itself. And you get to hang out with us at the uh, diehards only happy hour tomorrow night at 8. We'll so be with happy that, for an hour. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap things up. Reminder that we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast. <laughs>